Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Minister Russell Williams comes with a power-packed message entitled, His Love Never Fails. Get your pen and your pad ready, and let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today. Just look at your neighbor and tell you, ask your neighbor this, say, say, what love got to do with it? They just sung the song. Everything. <laughs> when it's from God, it has everything to do with it. All the notes, those who are taking notes, you can uh, follow along the notes. They are, they'll be in our uh, Length of Church app and the U Audio U Version Bible app. Um, what's in there? I got a little more, so I'm, you, I may have some scriptures that uh, you don't have. So, my foundation of scripture, we're coming from Romans, the fifth chapter, 5 through 11, New King James Version. And it says this it says, Now hope does not disappoint, because love, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For when we were still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. It says, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet per perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love towards us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For if we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Much more having been re reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not, not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received that reconciliation. God has demonstrated his, his life toward us. You know, Pastor, them, for the last month, they was teaching on healthy relationships. And I, one of the, the definitions that they had, and I looked at those two, well, they had two definitions. I looked at them, and as I read them, it said healthy was a state of, of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. And not merely the absence of dis-ease or infirmities. Love, it said love was a willingness to prioritize another's well-being or happiness over your own, regardless of their response. And I looked, I was looking at that, and I was like, man, that's God. <laughs> See, that's God. I mean, God wants us to be in a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. And God prioritized. He sent his son. 
for our well-being. Regardless of the way we respond, we are, the way we act, we are treacherous. <laughs> Ungodly. But see, when you look at God's love, how do you know when someone loves you? How, how do we know this? Oh, the title of my message, you see, his love never fails. See, if a person truly loves you, they will go out of their way to make sure as long as you are with them, their love for you is felt no matter what happens. Say that again. I say that again. <laughs> if a person truly loves you, they will go out of their way to make sure as long as you are with them, their love for you is felt no matter what happens. See, if a person truly loves you, they will go out of their way to demonstrate or prove their love by their deeds. If a person truly loves you, they will go out of their way to demonstrate this. If a person truly loves you, they will make a commitment to you, giving you a hope that will last forever. When the person truly loves you, that person will do everything possible to make sure that you are secured in that relationship. And that's what God wants for you. That's what God wants for us, to be secure in his love. He don't want us wandering around. You know, every time we do something, we mess up. First thing we wonder, am, am I still saved? I don't know why I shouldn't have did that. I must not be saved because I keep doing this over and over. God wants you to be secure in his salvation. Have any of you ever been disappointed before? I mean, I ain't talking about that, that disappointment when you go to the refrigerator and somebody took the chicken. <laughs> somebody took the last chicken. We're not talking about that disappointment. I'm talking about that disappointment that have you just lose all hope in the person. Why did it get to that? What, what would you say was the cause of that level of disappointment? Lack of trust? A promise not being kept? But I say the one thing, because I was there, and y'all know my testimony, I, I walked away for five years. I got mad, something happened in my life. I got mad at God, boom, I'm gone. Five years. But what I found out, what God, when God brought me back and I began to look, I just put my trust and my hope in the wrong person. 
I had my, I had my trust and stuff down here on earth. I mean, I said I love God. I said I walked. And then something happened, boom. All shipwrecked, bam. Don't know what to do. But my question to you is this today. Can you become disappointed in our Christian faith? Could you become disappointed? Can there be a time where you get so disappointed in God that you lose all hope? When you see the promises of God, you go through the scripture and you see all the promises of God and it just doesn't resonate, doesn't materialize in your life. Is, is that a, a reason to turn away from God? Well, Paul says in, in Romans, certainly not. You see, Paul started, started off, if you look at uh, in, in Romans chapter 5, the first three verses, I started, I mean, I'm going to start the first three verses. It says this. I didn't show you this. It's not in your notes. If you believe in Jesus, this is some promises that, that God has promised to us. Say, so if you believe in Jesus, you get peace with God. That's in verse 1. In verse 2, it says, because of your faith, we have access to the grace of God. So you're no longer blocked off in his presence, but we have, we have straight access to God. If you believe in Jesus, in verse 2 it also says, you can rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. You can anticipate the day when you will share in God's glory. You will be heirs and co-heirs with Christ Jesus. See, because of our faith, in verse 3, it said, we can glory in tribulation. Uh -huh. What? <laughs> glory in tribulation. See, I learned that in every trial, there is an opportunity for God to manifest himself and work in my life. That's the way we got to look at it. I learned that when there is pressure, when there is a problem, circumstance, situation come our way, it's not the time to get tense. It's not the time to get nervous. Whatever the outcome, my favorite word is, bless the Lord. Man, got a new car. I've just bought a new car. Bless the Lord. Man, my car just been total. Dude hit my car, total my car. Bless the Lord. Man, went into my checking account, and it was the deposit in there, $1,000. Bless the Lord. Man, the banker called me back and told me that wasn't my money, and they took it back. <laughs> Bless the Lord. In all things, we got to give them thanks. Yeah. Romans 5. Romans 5 and 5. Why can't we cannot? We, we have to trust God for what he has for us. Romans 5, 5, the question, can we get disappointed when things happen? Romans 5, 5 and 5, it says, no, 
Now, hope does not disappoint. That word disappoint means failed, failed to fulfill the hopes or expectations of someone. So it says, now hope does not fail to fulfill the hope or the expectation of someone. We got to have hope. Paul made it clear, if you have genuine faith in Jesus Christ, this is assured unto you. You will have peace. You will have access to God. You will have the hope of glory. And you will have a hope that never disappoints. The point you see is God wants us not only to be saved, but he wants us to be secure. Scripture says in 1 John 5 and 13, these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. See, we get focused on things down here on earth too much. We keep our hope in things, in people. That's just a means to the end. Jesus came that we may have eternal life. Yes. Eternal life to be with him. So that's where our focus has to be. There's little stuff around here on earth. Okay, it's good. It comes. It goes. Praise the Lord. In Romans 5 through 11, Paul is encouraging and showing us how to be secured in the freedom that comes to every believer in Christ. How I can be secure in God's love. How I can walk free in sin. Why can we be secure in God's, in God's love? Point number one. I am secured because God's love is poured out in my heart. Scripture says, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in my heart by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. I am secure because I have an experience and tasted the love of God. And the Scripture says that this love has been poured out in my heart. It's not in your, in your notes, but 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22 in the New King, King James Version, it says, Now he who established us with you in Christ and have anointed us is God, who also have sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. See, this is how I know that God is with me. This is how I know God loves me. Because he has placed his spirit within me. Uh -huh. And I have to know, because the Holy Spirit is dealing inside of me, and I have to know this, what I'm feeling, <laughs> it's just God letting me know how much he loves me. Yeah. Because without the Holy Spirit, I'd be walking around here lost, uh -huh. busted, disgusted, <laughs> crying, right. not overcomer, can't get over nothing. But his spirit yeah. lets me know that he loves me. Yes. So when the Holy Spirit has come, it's evidence for hope. God's love in our heart is evidenced by the presence of his Holy Spirit. Paul said it. This is the reason why his Holy Spirit is given. 
The moment we place our genuine faith in Jesus Christ, we are born again. And the Holy Spirit take up residence within us. He lives with us. He enables us to know and appreciate and discern the love of God. It's the Holy Spirit is showing you. It happens all the time, letting us know that God is with us. And disappreciation is the key to your security in Christ. Romans 5, 3 and 4, it's not in your notes. There's some scriptures God was showing me last night. I was blown away. He says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. We, we have to... The, God's going to show himself. And we got to let God do what he do, because that's how we grow. Scripture says that's perseverance. He, he, he brings perseverance. James said it this way. James said, count it all joy when we fall into various trials and tribulations. says, count it all joy when we fall into various trials, knowing that the testings of our faith produce patience. But let patience has its perfect work. See, that's what we messed up at. We don't let patience do nothing. Soon as something hit us, we just running. We, like I said earlier, shipwreck. But God placed his spirit in you. And one of the fruits of the spirit is control, self-control. And so we got to get some self-control. <laughs> you know, when the situation, I don't care what it is, when, when, when the enemy comes in like a, st- like a storm, like a flood, spinning the law, raise a standard. What's that standard? That standard is his word. So when the enemy comes, just look at it. Okay, I see it. Okay. Uh, and then I just wait. And while I'm waiting on God, the Holy Spirit is moving. Holy Spirit is talking. Holy Spirit is leading. Then when the Holy Spirit tells you, that's when you move. And you'll take over that situation. But we, uh, like I say, we get shipwrecked. Sooner we see it, just way down the road. Oh, there it come. There it come. I know it's coming to me. I know it. It's always coming to me. It ain't nowhere near you. It's probably going to somebody over there. But we, we claim it. We claim it. We quick to claim it. Scripture says in Romans 5, 15, and 16, New King James, it says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit of him, himself bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And when the spirit bear witness with us, that let us know that God is with us. That's God's love. He's showing his love to you so that we can be secure in our walk. Point number two, I am secure because God's love is proven on the cross. Amen. Amen. Romans, the fifth chapter, the sixth verse says, for when we were still without strength, 
In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. That word for is hooper in the Greek. So it says, in due time, Christ died for the sake of, in behalf of, instead of the ungodly. I'm about to run. I, I need a pack with here. God demonstrated his love towards us. See, the understanding of God's love is given to me in my heart. It is poured out in my heart. But God's love is proven on the cross. See, I can understand the love of God. But when I just go with just understanding that intellectual understanding that's when we get emotions get involved and but I got to know what he's done on the cross the love of God is proven on the cross and that is why you can know that God loves you because he has proven it on the cross and the Holy Spirit come into your life to bring in good understanding a fresh understanding in your soul, the Holy Spirit is reminding you every time you get in that situation, that's God. Every time you get see something, that's God. That's God. We got to be God conscious. Wherever you go, you got to be God conscious. You got to look. You'll see God in every situation. It don't make a difference what you're doing. God is there with you. Don't worry, I'm with you. I'm guiding you. I'm with you. I get to walking. And the other day I was at, at home by myself, just smiling, just walking around smiling. And every now and then I just look. Man, I know God is here. I know God is here. Stuff happens. I bought a pistol. I said, man, these cats getting hard out here. I bought a pistol. That thing been in my house to hold. I don't even care. <laughs> what the world? Because I'm trusting God. I just trust God. I want to get, it's in my mind every time I get ready to leave the house, get your, get your, get your pistol. But I go and get in the car, I'm down the street. I said, well, praise the Lord. <laughs> and keep going. In verse 8, it says, but God demonstrated his own love towards us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died. So how can I be secure in this love? I'm secure because I experienced his love. I'm secure because God demonstrated to me he loves me. Where? On the cross. 2,000 years ago, he died on the cross. And I used to always say, what the world that got to do? I, 2,000 years ago, how in the world that? And that used to be my mind. That's my question. I used to always say that. How in the world that going to help me? It was 2,000 years ago. But that's, when, that's the word you think when you don't have the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is in you, the Holy Spirit is reminding you what happened 2,000 years ago. So every situation that comes, just look to the cross. 
Man, praise God. God did this for me. I mean, on the cross. What's that? That was a song. He hung his head. I can't remember. He stretched it on. He hung his head for me. He died. That's love. If I can sing it, I'll do it, but I, I can't sing it. But no, I didn't even know what I did. The Apostle Paul understood and knew how important this love uh, was for us believers. And this is why he prayed this in Ephesians, the third chapter, 16 through the 19th verse. See, Paul said he bowed his knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And he prayed this, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with all might through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge has to pass knowledge. You can't deal with it with your intellect. So you got to look to the cross. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. It says we have to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. When you try to understand this thing right here, you're going to be shipwrecked. I've been there, shipwrecked. I'm talking about shipwrecked, wreck, wreck, wreck. <laughs> and it was bad. Until I understood the love of God. You know, when pastors, if they were doing the, the healthy relationship, a good friend of mine, we was talking about it. We seen the message, we, we was talking about it. And uh, they said, uh, she said, uh, you know what, I don't, I don't realize, I don't know what love is. Every time we look at it, it just gets larger and larger and larger. You think you know it until God reveals even more. That's the Holy Spirit is doing this. The Holy Spirit is showing you. He wants to show you. He wants to show you the length, the width, the height, the depth of God's love. And what we got to do, just rest in it. I mean, mean, just rest in it. Be happy in it. Just rest in that thing, and it will take you exactly where God wants you to go. See, the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives he brings afresh and anew the love of God that was demonstrated on the cross 2,000 years ago. And he continued to, de- 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 what, the, what was that? <laughs> he continued to demonstrate it to us daily so we can experience it, taste it, keep it, know it, and soak in it. And when you know it, then you're secure. 
verses, so in, in, in verses 6 through verse 10, God showed us a few things. There's a few words in there that show who we were before we were saved. One of them says we were without strength, meaning we were weak, powerless, impotent. There is no man who can speak. There is no man who can seek God in his own strength. God did not love us because we can do something for him. No, God loves us when we are weak without strength. The other word it has is the ungodly, wicked, sin, sinful in our ways. We reject him. We did not want him. Even though we were ungodly and had no thought of God in our mind, God still loved us. Says we were sinners. We keep missing the mark. We keep straying away from God. But in it all, God loved us. Also said we were enemies of God. We were at war with God. We didn't want to do nothing God wanted to say. Everything you said, we fighting against God. Even then, he loved us. When we put our trust in God, it's the victory because God's love never fails. Point number, number three, I am secured because God's love is everlasting. <laughs> I'm finna run, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm finna run. I'm finna run. A pastor put me out if I run on y'all. Since I'm secure because God's love is everlasting in Christ. Verse 9 says, much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. If we are justified by the works of Jesus, we can be assured that we are also saved from that wrath through him. The wrath of God was revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness. It was placed on Jesus as a substitute in our place. That wrath that God, that's supposed to be for us, God took it and he placed it on Jesus. So that we can be secured in the love that he has for us. When we stand before God, we got to understand what God has done for us. God, God is so amazing. When we keep our eyes on God, this, this is not in your notes. Sorry, uh, me team, I know I'm jacking y'all up back there. Uh, I was reading 1 Peter. Listen to this. This is what God has done. 1 Peter, first chapter, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again. 
because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and de- decay. And it's It is through your faith God is protecting you by his power until you receive the salvation. That's love. Which is ready to be revealed on the last days for all to see. So truly, so be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire, tested and purified as gold. Through your faith, no, though your faith is far more precious than this gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed. (laughs) Oh, what God has done for us. We have to get a revelation of it. We have to understand. I love the scripture that God is protecting you until that time comes. So you can be secure in the love of God. You can know yeah, situations, circumstances come, that ain't nothing. I don't care how hard it looks. I don't care how, how bad it is. You got to keep your hope in him and him alone. Stop putting your hope in people. People will disappoint. Stop putting your hope in things. Those things will decay. But when we put our hope in him, his love would never fail. It would never fail. And that's a promise from God. That's a promise from God. But you got to believe it. You got to believe it. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Di- Mrs. Diane said something. Mrs. Diane did an awesome job in that, in that first service. I kept telling her, go on and do second service. She did an awesome job. And Mrs. Mrs. Diane said something that really, she said, it's amazing how you always hearing people get mad at God. Every time something happens. They get mad at God. I, I did it. I'm telling you, I did it. But we never hear nobody get mad at the devil. And, and God clearly tells us it is the devil that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But we don't never get mad at the devil. That is what? So from now on, Look, get mad at the devil. Put him where he belongs, and that's under your feet. 
So in closing, get my glasses. <laughs> stop laughing, Diane. Stop, Mr. Diane, stop laughing. <laughs> so in closing, I said that two times. Direct. <laughs> See, this reconciliation isn't only helpful when we die. It also touches our life right now. God is forever done dealing with believers on the basis of wrath. He may chasten us as a loving father does, but he never, it never come in punishment or a payment for their sins. God only allowed chastenings to bring loving correction and guidance. So that's what we have to do. Every time it comes, when you know it's coming from God, now if it's coming from the devil, you fight the devil. Fight, shake the devil off. My mind just went somewhere. Y'all forgive me. So, if, but when it comes from God, just learn from it. He's coming, he's coming to grow you up. Grow me up. Grow us all up. Every situation. I don't care. Just step back and say, okay, God. What? And start looking for God. Even in the midst of the storm, everything going crazy. Don't, don't panic. Just look behind that. Look past that. Look. I tell you all, God. I tell you all. Then he's going to lead you out. There was, a, there was a lady when I first got saved. I, I used to, I was, that was terrible. I used to cut up. And, and I, I got saved, and so I'm walking in, you know, this faith thing. I'm trying to do this faith thing, and, but I, I, I'm still in my flesh. And so I was in the military, so one of the, one of the officers, uh, we, was on a, we was on a run, a road march. But then we, on the road march, it was like a 12-mile road march, but I was a, at that time, I was a real good runner. So I used to run. We had our backpack on. I run. And so this guy never didn't want me to pass him. So he's the lieutenant. So as soon as he passed, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and then nobody passed me. I'm like, man, just because just you taking your time, I want to get this thing over with. <laughs> and so I got mad, took my little rucksack off, throw it on the side, jumped in the trees, and just sat there. I was going to let them get way up there, and then I was going to run. So I was mad, and I go to my pastor. At the time, he just, like I said, I had just got saved. And I was like, Pastor, you know, and this guy, he just said, and he just, and then. And Pastor said, uh, okay, what's the problem? <laughs> I said, well, you know, he, and he, da, 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 da. And he said, okay, what's the problem? And so now I'm like, well, he ain't hear me. And I say it again. And he say, Brother Russell, Brother Russell, I hear what you're saying. I'm asking you, what the, what's the problem? And his wife came from the back. And she said, oh, Randy, he, he just wants you to give him permission to kill him. And then she kept walking. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then she said, uh we, I give you permission. I give you permission to kill him. And then I'm like, man, 
and all that. I don't even think I'm going to kill him. But she said, she said this, changed my life. She said, kill him with kindness. And from that day, I mean, it hit me, it hit me like a brick. And from that day, I started doing that. So everybody, everybody, they come against me, I just treat them with kindness. I just, I just treat them. And then I start seeing God. I start seeing God move. I start seeing God manifest. And so I'm saying that to say this. In the storm, just be kind. You be kind. If, if you're looking and looking and you can't find them, just be cool and calm and collected. And then you're going to see him start manifesting in your life. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away, and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name. Praise God, we are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations, we are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit us at linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, view past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text get connected to 94000 thanks again for listening have an amazing week and we look forward to connecting with you